Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension School, Part 14. Our themes for today are all about time, as we will be talking about time travel, as well as healing past timelines. Welcome, my friends. I'm so excited to have you here as you join me for another episode of Ascension School. Most of you know by now, if you've listened to these, that JJ gets really excited when it, she starts to do Ascension School episodes because I've told you this before. I just love to learn. I love to teach and I love to learn. And that's what we get to do with these episodes. A lot of the episodes I pull from a, some of my favorite resources, including books by Sal Rochelle and Dolores Cannon. That's what my themes have been lately. I know I'll expand into future ones, but those are what they are for now as well as just channeled information regarding those subjects. And today is going to be so fun. It all fell into place. Spirit led me right to this subject. I know I'm supposed to be talking about it. It's come up in several sessions and in gatherings too that I've done. So before I head into that, I kind of want to set the stage with a couple of things. First of all, as we entered into April, you may have listened to my April 2022 energy update I did talk about mirror realities or parallel realities and timelines. And then in my last Ascension message, I also talk about this subject. So it's definitely one that's been on my mind. However, there's something else that we're going through related to that, I think. And I talked about that last in my last Ascension message. But this has to do with inner child healing and shadow work. And I kind of came into April knowing that we were going to be dealing with some healing, but I did not know the depths to which we would be going. I personally have been experiencing a lot of that energy. I don't know about the rest of you. I want you to I want you to know that I'm sending you my love and that I'm supporting you and holding space for you if you are experiencing those things. If you're going through a lot of ascension symptoms, I know I have been. It's been a little bit more of an intense month up until this point. Now, of course, I'm only a couple weeks into the month, but anyhow, I feel like the rest of the month is kind of going to be there for some of us. And then I was reading something super fascinating by an Instagram account. She is a, a, a sort of a channel, I guess you could say, a psychic, a channel. Her name, it, the name of the account is Rachel's Butterfly Effect. And here's what I read. She was talking about our black moon eclipse portal. Okay, and it says April 2002 has two new moons in one month, one on the first day of April and one on the last day. The second new moon is on the same day as the solar eclipse. This is a huge transition one of self-reflection, shadow work, and inner transformation. As we move through this month, many aspects of our past selves will be coming up to be seen and healed. Our inner child and our past lives are all coming to the surface during this time. As we heal these parts of ourselves, we are able to let go of our past, release our karmic ties, rewrite our intentions, and create a new future for ourselves. Magic is in the air and a new you is being crafted. All right, that just stuck out to me so powerfully and really I felt drawn to lean into that energy and all of a sudden I knew that I needed to open up the 30th of April to do special sessions for you. So many of you have participated in these special sessions before. I only open them up every so often. 
And on the 30th of April, in fact, to the 29th, so people in Australia, New Zealand, and the Southern Hemisphere can still experience that, on the 29th and 30th of April, I will open up special half-hour sessions. So I really feel a strong push to offer that energy for you to, again, get you over that finish line for this portion of your soul journey. Will you do more past life healing, past self-healing? Yes, you will. But for now, I feel, again, this is a stage in an age and obviously an energy that day that we will tap into to assist you. So I have put the link below. These sessions are obviously going to be limited in number. So if you're interested, please click on that link and sign up now. I expect them to fill up within you know a few days, but they are 30-minute sessions, super powerful. I'll be using light language and also harnessing the energy of this black moon eclipse portal, which will help you during this time of transition and healing. Okay, this Ascension School episode is going to help you over the next couple of weeks prepare for the shifts that you're making because I will be talking about, again, the subjects of time and timeline healing. So I want to start off by reading a little bit uh, from Sal Rochelle's book, uh, Earth Changes and Beyond. And I actually mentioned some of this when I was talking about Atlantis, but I will kind of read starting into that subject as far as Atlantis and Lemuria and the lessons there. In the present age on Earth, you have an opportunity to come into true balance between the head and the heart, thereby completing the lessons that were partially learned during Atlantis and Lemuria. Now this is a key part. I'm going to stop right here and draw your attention. Going back in time to help your past selves is most effective if you bring the knowledge you have now with you. You are then planting seeds in the consciousness of your past selves, seeds that will grow and flower in the present age. The changes you make are usually related to the past self's experience of the events taking place there. Changes to the events themselves are usually very minor, since major changes would violate the free wills of souls that have chosen that experience. For example, you can help a soul leave the body during a especially painful death, but you are almost never allowed to rescue the soul from that situation or prevent the death. You can give a healing to the soul to make the experience less traumatic. This is sometimes what is taking place when souls see angels from God coming to take them home during the death experience. All right, I'm going to stop right there and just kind of drop in with some comments of my own. First of all, this is completely tied to my Ascension message from last week because I don't know if you remember, but I had talked about how I had been feeling a connection to my personal past timeline of 2002 and 2012. And when I went to integrate those parallel sort of mirror lives, Spirit guided me to first heal them, to first allow them to heal or or in, uh, facilitate some healing for them before I integrated them. And I thought that was really, really fascinating because I simply felt that they were just like an offshoot that I needed to bring in and it was an energy I was sending out somewhere. But then I realized, yes, that was part of a timeline healing situation. And I knew that if I didn't heal them before I integrated them, that they would have a negative effect on me today. So that's kind of intertwined with what Sal Rochelle was saying, other than the fact that I know many of you have sort of either explored or heard of the timeline healing and or this kind of jumps into what we were talking about before with time travel. But 
what he's what he's talking about is the trauma energy that your soul carries the trauma energy is more powerful than the physical events that you experienced i know that some of you have had past life regressions where you've heard you were in battle or you were a warrior or you were killed because you were a healer and they thought you were a witch all of those kinds of things and again the idea behind learning about that is not to change that not to go back in time and change that because that could be possible but it does violate free will and so the idea is to heal that now i i actually felt drawn a couple of months ago to specifically offer on my website in my offerings soul healing sessions and that is exactly what my intention was for these is to heal soul trauma that was created from past life experiences where you were either killed or had a violent death or witnessed really horrible things whether you were the one doing the horrible things or the horrible things were being done to you because if you've read anything about like karma and soul contracts even in Dolores Cannon you know that those role reversals happen if you have soul contracts with certain people in your lives but Again, the main point is healing that trauma. As we begin to heal our past life trauma energies, we transform in a way in the present that would never be possible because our soul is transforming, not just the part of us that's here experiencing this lifetime on this planet. So that's pretty powerful. All right, I'm going to move forward in the book. He goes on to talk about some things regarding the earth and the earth's timelines he says there are many possible future timelines for your earth the dominant timeline is the one chosen by the majority of souls or the one that has the most energy placed within it as stated earlier there are three dominant timelines occurring on planet earth now corresponding to the third fourth and fifth density versions of reality there are other possibilities as well but only a tiny percentage of human souls will choose a timeline other than these three dominant ones. You could say that the Earth is splitting into three different versions, a third density with a lot of death and destruction, a fourth density Earth with enlightened, self-sufficient spiritual communities, and a fifth density Earth of physically ascended masters living in paradise. While these three timelines exist simultaneously in truth, to the linear mind they will seem like a three-pronged fork in the road of time and space. Most souls will experience only one of these, although with enough awareness, you can experience all of them at the same time. Whoa, I'm going to stop right there. I actually talked about this, I cannot remember when, in, in one of my podcast episodes a while back. I was talking about how when we become multidimensional, we are jumping back and forth into different densities. We're not just stuck in one density. And I was trying to describe to people, that's what you're experiencing. If you feel like from one day to the next, it's a totally different world. I don't know if that resonates with any of you, but this is what he's saying. Some who have enough awareness can experience all of them at the same time. Wait a minute, you mean some people can experience the death and destruction earth and then the enlightened self-sufficient earth and then the physically ascended master's earth? Yeah. You can go from one to the next to the next to the next. Okay, I know that gets a little bit overwhelming to think about. But he goes on to say something even more interesting. He says, Another aspect of time travel involves the ability to expand and contract time. As you grow in awareness and enter into higher dimensions, 
you will learn how to manipulate time in order to maximize your experiences and be of the highest possible service. For example, an ascended being can assist many thousands of earth souls within a very small amount of linear earth time. Such a being can visit each of those individual souls, carry on a conversation with them, give them healing, and then return to his or her own dimensional continuum while only a few seconds have passed in earth time. Generally speaking, time in the higher realms is more compressed, meaning that a day in the life of a 12th density being might correspond to a million years on earth. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop there again because, interestingly enough, I do this in our virtual gatherings. If you have ever joined us for a virtual gathering, you might have been there when I said to everybody there, okay, we are not going to be able to get done everything that we intend to get done in the next 10 minutes, which is the time we have left in our gathering, but we can if we condense time. And so we all just literally jump to the end of what we're doing, and it could be like three or four hours have passed, but we just set the intention that we all kind of take this time leap, and then I say to everybody, okay, and it was funny because at the last gathering, somebody felt like they were going through a tunnel when I said that. They literally felt the kind of a whoosh, and then they ended up at that end ending of that particular thing that we were doing. So I have 100% experienced this. If you astral travel or astral project, and you feel like you're doing healing work, you can absolutely condense time. So I want to invite you to play with that. It's kind of a fun thing. All right. The last thing that I want to talk about is related to past life healing in a way. And it, it had to do with something really interesting that I experienced in a session this week. So as I was working with somebody, and I have her permission to share this, even though I'm not sharing her name, as I was working with her, I felt drawn to have her go back and embody into life experiences when she had felt trauma. So maybe ages and stages in her life where she had literally left her body to be able to cope with trauma, I felt like part of her healing was to go back and really fully embody, even if it was just for a moment in that time, to allow her physical body to process now, I know that sounds a little counterintuitive. It's like, wait, you mean you're bringing trauma into your body? No, I really feel like it has to do with connecting, maintaining the connection between your soul and your body so that your body doesn't feel resentful that it was abandoned during times of trauma. The reason this came up is because at the beginning of the session with her, I started out by having her guides and spirit tell her that she needed to experience more embodiment. That has been a theme with several clients lately, and that has, has really resonated. And I know many of you are feeling that pull to come into your physical body more. A lot of people out there, especially empaths and highly sensitive people, live outside their bodies for the most part. I personally feel like I did for many, 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 many years, like decades, because that's how I coped. I did not know any different. And so now I try very, very hard to stay embodied, to stay present, and to honor my the cells and the systems of my physical body and their role in my soul evolution. 
I feel like sometimes we leave them behind and we forget that they're there or we feel like they're holding us back. And I know that sometimes I even mention they're a little bit slower, but slower doesn't mean any worse. Like faster is not always better. Slower can be good. So think about your judgment of that word and about how fast, how, how, how quote unquote fast you're going in your soul evolution. Is it really valuable to go fast or is it valuable to go slow? And how is our physical body keeping us grounded and connected and expanding us in ways that we usually, because of, again, programming, we usually tend to think, ooh, the physical vehicle is lower and not as advanced. What if it is? What if it is? And what if it really can accelerate our healing? As I mentioned, particularly as it relates to our past selves, even past lives. So I want you to think about that, play with it, experiment with it. For those of you who haven't really done astral projection or astral traveling, that's something I can meet with you. We can go through that process and I can walk you through what that's like to help you tap into that energy and then you can do that on your own. I am all about empowering people when I do sessions. Every single time, I am deprogramming people that you need to come to a psychic or a healer because I want them to know that, yes, I can help you. Yes, I can be like a springboard. But you are a powerful being. And I can show you the tools and help you find the tools that you need to be healing yourself. And that's all about solar plexus, empowerment, conditioning that we've had that an outside source has to heal us. We're shifting into a new age when we are more seeking the tools to heal than healing. That's why I feel so strongly about the mentorship program that I do. Because when I do the mentorship program, your guides are literally, I'm channeling them, giving you the tools and helping you see the things inside you that you can use to heal. Not only the mentorship program, but also the multidimensional soul activation that I do. You're literally activating parts of you that will then be able to help you personally on your soul journey and on your soul evolution. And if there were any kind of theme to those modalities that I use, it's absolutely sovereignty, autonomy, empowerment. So I would love, love, love to connect with you if you're listening to this and that resonates with you. It would be amazing to meet you. It would be amazing to be able to help you on your journey in any way that I possibly can, whether it is simply through listening to these podcasts or actually connecting one-on-one with me. There is a reason and a season for everything in your life. That's my philosophy and I live by it. And it's been amazing the journeys that I've taken with people. Well, as I wrap up, I just want to let you know that I am again so grateful for your willingness to co-create with me. As you come to these episodes, as you send me your love, I can feel it. I would really appreciate it if a little tiny energy exchange you could do is simply like and comment. If you're on Spotify or Apple, if you can leave a rating or review. And also, you can follow me in other places. I'm on TikTok and I'm on Instagram and it's really fun there. I bring through lots of light language almost every single day. I have a small light language transmission. 
I'm sending you so much love again and honoring the divine being that you are. <laughs>